Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Well, if you ever catch yourself thinking when looking in the mirror, I wish my under eye bags would just go away. You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now, introducing my new favorite, the new GenuCell Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote me, I've been using GenuCell for a couple months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around the cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. They guarantee it. Order now and save big on Genucel's risk-free introductory offer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L. For an instant 10% off your order, order now. You'll get the amazing Genucel XV face cream when you order the exclusive Genucel most popular package at checkout. That's love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Stephanie. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. Yeah. Oh, happiest of happy hours. Happy Juneteenth. Yeah. Happy ACA getting upheld at the Supreme Court. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Happy, happy. Mm-hmm. It's a good week. Happy Donald Trump not be able to get a book deal. <laughs> <laughs> and he lost again. Oh, that means 70 times they tried to overturn yeah. Obamacare. And yeah. three times the charm at the Supreme Court. Loser. Go home on his loser bus. Yeah. Yep. Get on your loser bus. Losey McKing. Back to loser town. <laughs> loser towny guy. Yeah. Losey McLoserson lost again. Oh, well. <laughs> Who better to celebrate with than Uncle Rob Reiner yep. and singer-songwriter Jill Sobule in studio yep. with us this week. I mean... What a celebration it was this It was a week. magical week this week. Yes. Yeah, I speak entirely in Rob Reiner movie dialogue. Yes, he appreciates so that too. we speak to each other, and he has like the poster behind him for every movie that I quote. But we are. We are drinking sand, and also we he ordered the code red, mm-hmm. and we can't handle the truth. And Rob Reiner, very, very passionate about why the DOJ needs to do the right thing to uh, uphold our democracy here in the United States. The DOJ America. needs to get out of the cock duty car. Get out of the cock a Right. They need to not fucking slam a sledgehammer into our knees. They need to right Ankle. save democracy. Ankle. Ankles. Whatever. Wow. Here's my you, point. You probably have never seen Misery because it's, it's scary. I have only seen parts that's scary, but yeah. that's not my favorite, okay. Rob Reiner. It's too scary. <laughs> okay. American president, my favorite. Yeah. And then Jill Sobiel has great post-COVID songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I don't want my life to begin. I can so really oh. relate. Because yeah. remember, like, COVID, I didn't feel like such a loser because no one had a social life. Now I'm back to feeling like a loser. Now I'm a single loser. 
You're going to three parties this weekend. Well, that just happened by accident. It, it just not. happened. People invited you. Oh, it could be they ladies want there. you there. <laughs> There'll be ladies. Yes, they're going to be late. You may get laid. Oh, please. Let's not. Let's not be ridiculous. Well. Okay. Listen. <laughs> You're yeah. the one putting up the roadblocks there. We will do a sing-along with Jill Sobiel to I Kissed a Girl to be hopeful. All of us. Right? Okay. And Uncle Rob Reiner. Enjoy, everybody. Happy, happy hour. Whee! drinking sand this morning we're not listening to just anyone that steps up to a microphone that's right we're listening to rob reiner yeah hey, hi stephanie look see the see the poster back there yes that, that's, that, it. that's the american president there. yeah i have i mentioned to you that i like that movie <laughs> no <laughs> okay i only speak in rob reiner movie ease almost everything <laughs> i say Liar! <laughs> did you order the code red? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Donald, damn right I did. <laughs> Donald Trump ordered every code red. Isn't that what we're, we're, we're finding? I, like many people, want to know what you wanted to say on Bill Maher's show. So let's t- let's talk about you because you have a lot to say about Merrick Garland and what is happening. You've been all over Twitter. The sooner Trump's indicted and found guilty of his mountain of crimes, the sooner our voting rights are restored, the sooner we will have restored our democracy. So... Give us your take on Merrick Garland, because you've been very tough on Twitter. You said Merrick Garland's dealing with a landfill-sized garbage heap of corruption left behind by a criminal president. He won't succeed in cleaning it up unless he prosecutes the criminal who sat at the top of that heap. Thank you. Go, Rob. Go, Rob Reiner. My thing is, is, uh, you know, the the democracy is is under attack right now. I mean, literally, physically was under attack on January 6th. And it's fragile. Democracy is fragile and we're not guaranteed to have it. You know, we've had it for 245 years, but it's not guaranteed forever. And the two pillars of democracy to me are the right to vote, that every citizen has the right to vote and that the vote counts and it's not going to be stolen from them. And we're seeing all kinds of voter suppression and laws put in place in the state level to do just that. So that's one thing. That's one area that has to be fought. And we need to get the Voting Rights Act, the John Lewis Act, the uh, For the People Act. Those things have to pass. If not, we're taking away the bedrock foundation of democracy. The second thing is the rule of law. And that's where Merrick Garland comes in. Donald Trump was impeached twice, but that's a political uh, uh, endeavor. And there's no basis for law there. It's just that the Congress has a right to do that. And they did it, but they didn't convict him. But if he has broken actual federal laws, unless the attorney general holds him accountable for breaking those laws, we have lost the rule of law. And if we lose that and we lose our right to vote, then that's pretty much the slippery slope where you end uh, up in autocracy. So that's my fear. My fear is that Merrick Garland, so far, I'm not seeing that he is doing that. I mean, there have been a little tips of the iceberg, but not going after uh, the E. Jean Carroll uh, uh, case, to me, dropping that case and, and siding with the Trump Justice Department that Trump was, you know, doing his presidential duties by defaming E. Jean Carroll. That didn't make sense to me. And I got me very nervous that he wouldn't go after Trump for obstruction of justice, which he committed a minimum of five times, according to the Mueller report, which was also corroborated 
by Don McGahn just recently this week. So we have obstruction of justice and we have a person, who, a president who led a violent, deadly insurrection to overthrow the U.S. government. If he's not prosecuted for those things, then the rule of law becomes meaningless. And yeah. when that happens, that there goes democracy. Yeah. Well, Rob, it seems like we're, you know, Merrick Garland, we're trying to, you know, maintain the, you know, institution of the Department of Justice or, you know, Joe Manchin doesn't want to blow up the tradition of the filibuster in the Senate. Mitch McConnell already blew up the filibuster. Donald Trump already blew up the, the Department of Justice. These are not normal times. Like we can't use normal remedies, can we? Well, you, you can use normal remedies when it comes to the Justice Department. Yes, he blew up the Justice Department, and that is one job that Merrick Garland has, which is to refurbish it, to bring it back to where it needs to be. But it doesn't say that you can't prosecute federal crimes that were committed. And if he does that, that will put things back on norm. Now, right. as far as the filibuster is concerned, you know, this isn't over yet. I mean, Joe Manchin has a thing about the filibuster, which is not in the Constitution. It's just a Senate rule. It was used primarily to deny black people their rights during the Jim Crow era. But it can be carved out for certain things that are not necessarily budgetary or not necessarily, you know, uh, uh, re related to things other than our basic rights, which is our right to vote. And so I'm not giving up on the fact that Joe Manchin might back off of that just for voting rights but we'll see right. you know right well, now uh, the president has his hands full with the with the infrastructure bill and i believe that'll get passed uh, i don't know what form it'll get passed in whether it's done through reconciliation or whether it's done through normal procedure but a version of it will get passed and then he'll he'll have to move on to voting rights yeah. and that's going to be the big one yeah and that's only everything well you tweeted it you said until we wake the up i potty mouth rob reiner <laughs> until we wake yeah. the up you, i will you, I, you, you you beat yourself there i noticed i will be a broken record kill the filibuster pass voting right or democracy dies period um yes we are in a hostage crisis with our democracy um and you just i mean you said it if merrick garland is unwilling to prosecute donald trump for obstruction of justice inciting a deadly attack to overthrow the government and countless other crimes the rule of law is meaningless mm -hmm. democracy is a sham and we've not only created a precedent, Rob, but a training exercise for the for someone yeah. a smarter autocrat than Donald Trump, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, these midterms, which you know normally uh, the party in power loses seats in the midterms, that could happen here. Uh, but the midterms are more important than they've ever been because if we do lose the Senate, if we do lose the House, and the uh, state sent, the state legislatures are allowed to continue putting in these voter uh, laws, the suppression part is terrible, but the worst part of it is putting in provisions to allow state Senate, state uh, legislatures to overturn elections. And if that happens, then you do have the end of democracy. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if you had uh, a president like Joe Biden who won by seven, eight million votes, but lost because they were able to flip three or four states yeah. based on the fact that they wouldn't certify uh, the vote and allow the electors to go and 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 uh, and cast their votes in Washington, that that would be the end of democracy. I hate to interrupt you, Rob Reiner, but my pillow guy yeah. <laughs> says that uh, Trump won by 19 million votes, including the state of California. So maybe your numbers are are off. Yeah, they could be off. They could be off. <laughs> 
You say what goes to your tweet? You said having a lunatic criminal in the White House for four years has infected a big swath of the population with a lunacy virus. If we don't inoculate ourselves with voting rights, it will become a pandemic called fascism. I mean, yeah. it, it is. That, that's all. In, it's not even red, you know, red or blue. Democrat or Republican anymore. It is just they are completely divorced from reality and any set of yes. facts. And that shows you the effectiveness of a good disinformation campaign helped by Vladimir Putin, who Joe Biden is going to be meeting with tomorrow. But everybody knows that if you put out bad information and you keep repeating it over and over and over, and it's coming from the highest in the case of Russia, it comes from Vladimir Putin. In the case of the United States, for four years, it came from Donald Trump. You can see the effectiveness of a disinformation campaign, which is more powerful now than it's ever been because of the internet, which is the atomic bomb of, uh, of, of disinformation. So you've got those people that are hardcore stuck in a world of disinformation, and it's, it's and like a cult. We've said it many times before. It's very hard to get people out of that. I, it's like the COVID, it's QAnon or or the COVID, you know, the anti-vaxxers, COVID denial people. I mean, Rob, a lot of even doctors and experts have said we're two countries like that now. All the least vaccinated states are Trump red states. All the most vaccinated states are, are blue states, you know, and yet now we have this this Delta variant meeting right. a bunch of unvaccinated yeah, people and it, you know unfortunately we have to share this country together and and you know fox news for one puts out dangerous scientific misinformation every day and so what yeah, do we and, do, and do about terrible, that yeah yeah well here's the thing the terrible thing about this is that we are the vast majority of this country yeah. and if we allow a small section of the country in this case we're talking about maybe 25 percent of the country to allow them to have the power and to govern mitch mcconnell is governing as if he's the majority leader mm-hmm. yeah yeah that, that's that's democracy breaking down and the only way we can secure it is by giving people the right to vote and securing their right to vote. Well, Rob, I agree that that's really the only issue that's going to matter because then none of the others are going to matter. But but again, what do we do on that? Because obviously the wisdom right now is H.R. 1 or John Lewis is not going to pass, whether it's a combination of Manchin or whatever. I mean, Merrick Garland yeah. so far has only sent a letter to Arizona saying, hey, don't do this. It looks like it's spreading yeah. to other states. There's the headline. Republicans push to export... Uh, absurd Arizona-style election audits to other states. They've got to put a stop to this, don't they? I mean, I I don't know how we, uh, if we still had the voting, if the Supreme Court had not gutted voting rights, Rob, none of these bills would have been able to pass anyway. But here we are. That's right. And, and, And to pass the John Lewis Act, which is good and we should do it, is closing the barn door after the horses have left because it just would reinstitute that part of the Voting Rights Act that the Supreme Court gutted. But a version of HR1 or S1 has to pass. And just to for the you know listeners and viewers to know, S1 was sponsored was one of the sponsors of S1 was uh, a Kristen Cinema. So it has the sponsorship of virtually all of the Democrats in the Senate. Now Joe Manchin if he feels that we can make a good effort to make it bipartisan. Maybe you take certain provisions out of uh, out of that act and then get rid of the filibuster. You then can pass a version of H.R. 1 or S1. And that's what needs to be done. And, you know, I said this on, on Bill Maher the other day, but, you know, it's it, and James Carville, uh, you know, mentioned this to me the other day. It's got to be Joe to Joe. 
Joe Biden has to sit down with Joe Manchin yeah. and say, look, what's more important here, preserving the filibuster or preserving democracy? I mean, listen, you and I differ. You did a movie on LBJ. He beat my daddy. So we're little, but we need, he needs to do a little. LBJ style, like yeah. arm wrangling, doesn't he needs to do yes. something? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe Biden, you know, President Biden is not a, you know, an arm twister like that, but he's awfully persuasive yeah. and he has had the experience of having lived in that Senate. He knows how things uh, run and how things work. And I think if he sits down with Joe Manchin, they can come to some kind of agreement to just forego the filibuster just for voting rights. Rob, you know, I'm a, because I've inspired by you, I am. A, I try to be a patriot like you are. I try to be a fine American as, you know, the only hot bisexual woman in the Senate. I've try, I will make it my personal project to bring Kirsten Cinema around if that's possible. Oh my God. You know, we all serve how we what? can, Rob. You mean take one for the team? Is yeah, yeah. I'll take one for the team. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we may, we may need to send you in there. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Um, you finally, you tweeted, we must never forget that a president of the United States led a deadly insurrection to overthrow our government. And for that and countless other crimes, for the sake of democracy and the rule of law, Merrick Garland must prosecute this human blight on our nation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so talk to me before we go about DOJ. I mean, this is huge. We just had Joe Weinbanks on. This is way worse than Watergate. And yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, no, no, Watergate, and it's not yeah, just, Watergate, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go yeah, ahead. Watergate is like child's play compared yeah. to this. I mean, forget the fact that he led a deadly insurrection. Forget the fact that he obstructed justice a minimum of five times. The guy also broke the emoluments clause every day of his presidency. He broke the Hatch Act virtually every day of his presidency. He, going into the presidency, he broke the Logan Act. I mean, the, the, the list of crimes is just insurmountable. And I'm saying you have to, you know, Pick your pick your poison, pick your crime, but go after this guy. Yeah. You can't allow a president of the United States to willy-nilly break the law and expect to have a democracy. Well, and Rob, all the crimes are bleeding in together. Like this morning's latest is the okay, the what were these? The emails to the DOJ about trying to overturn the election. Mm -hmm. And this was like the Atlanta, what do you call it? A the, that's part of the Brad Raffsenberger call, yeah. he, you yeah. know, attorney yeah. that he fired there. Like they're all, and it's all one story, right? It is all, yeah. I mean, you and, and I've been talking surprising. since 2016, cheating with Russia to get elected, Tr cheating again. What was the first impeachment for? I, I'm forgetting. Cheating with Ukraine in 2020, <laughs> cheating to try to overturn the election. I mean, it just, it all becomes one story of just yeah. cheating and, criminality and you know blatant obstruction of justice yeah. right and it's all right out there i mean it's right out there and we you know it's not surprising we knew it's all there in the Mueller report he was hamstrung by the fact that he was not allowed to uh issue indictments or prosecute because that's what the rule was there but he laid out all the crimes the crimes were laid out there in the Mueller report and we've known this for a long time now it's up to merrick garland to actually prosecute those crimes yeah and well, if he does he'll will will preserve democracy if he does. and by the way you have to risk the fact that the crazies out there are going to get crazier yeah and but that's that can happen it's like we having a civil war uh, you know there's a right and wrong it's yeah. wrong to have slaves period period and so you fight a war over that and we may have to fight another version of the civil war in order to protect democracy yeah 
Well, I mean, and also speaking of Mueller, I mean, because of the obstruction, we couldn't get to the conspiracy charge, but there was massive collusion. He didn't follow the money as we thought he was. That was a red line he didn't cross. So now we've got Cy Vance in New York that when they start to follow the money, the minute they get his tax returns, I mean, he is a crook. He's a lifelong. What do they say? He's a criminal who became president. Mm -hmm. Nixon was a president who became a criminal. I mean, there you go. Yeah, there you go. There Um, you go. Rob, we just, we're not going to listen to sand anymore. We're just not. Or anyone that steps to the microphone. We're only Good. listening to you. He ordered every single code you red, Rob Reiner. You That's not my Rachel Pitkofer. She's not willing. She didn't listen. You know what? We turned this segment up to 11. Yeah, we turned it up to 11. <laughs> yes, we did. Because the Republican Party is all liars. All <laughs> liars! Liar! 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 Okay. All right. We love you, that's Robert. This, that's this picture. That's this picture. That's right. right. Yes. I see it. I see it. I see it. There. Yeah. All right. Thank you for uh, coming on and your tastefully appointed den that points out that you're an Academy Award winning uh, director and actor and activist. All right. Love you, Rob Reiner. Love you too, Stephanie. Goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Travis. Nice to see you guys. Thanks, Rob. Bye, Rob. There he goes. Magic. Magic yes. in every form. Well, there's a lot going on in the world that can make it difficult to relax and decompress, right? You've experienced the Sunday scaries. You know that feeling. Dread in the pit of your stomach. It comes on Sunday afternoon. Now, here's a totally different Sunday scaries. Vitamin-boasted CBD gummies. What? You don't even have to wait till Sunday night rolls around. Self-care is so important right now, and Sunday Scaries is here to help. Sunday Scaries believes everyone deserves a hand on a difficult day. So if you're looking for a way to decompress, Sunday Scaries has you covered with their CBD products. Visit sundayscaries.com. Use the promo code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at checkout to get 25% off your order. 25% off! sundayscaries.com promo code sexy liberal these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease these products are not for use or sale by persons under the age of 18 that's sundayscaries.com type in sexy liberal so someone on twitter said it is the magical creature of wonder wonderfulness jill sobuel yeah she is a magical creature of love and joy and music For myself yeah music and love and sex and magic hi precious pumpkin face i'm glad you added sex and magic you to the are music you are all about it um <laughs> i know you tweeted a love tweet you said uh, yes i was asked to sing i kissed a girl the old one and friggin lily tomlin sang the chorus with me and get this paula poundstone frangela jen kirkman jody hamilton and uh, dana goldberg i'm still in fangirl heaven at my at my party last weekend, yeah. you were you were you have new songs, post COVID songs. Everybody loved them. They are hilarious. I'm, I'm still like all a flutter from that that evening. And <laughs> Lily Tomlin, can you? I tell you, she makes me so nervous. I can't even look at her because you can't get over your 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 biggest idols when sure. you're a kid. You just can't. Right. I didn't realize that some people had not met each other, and they were all like, "You're right." It was a lot of fangirling. All of us. Oh uh, well, I, through you, I've met uh, Lily a few times, right. but but still, it'll never. I, know, uh, I, I still know. can't look at her, and she's gorgeous. I know, isn't she? Oh my God, her skin is so soft. Her skin is so I always soft. molest her. Just yeah, <laughs> she is. Sure. She's soft as a baby's ass. Oh, wow. Everywhere. Do you think next time I can be invited when she's there and I can touch her? her yes. Skin. Yes. Uh, yeah. I would really like that. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Don't make it weird. <laughs> it is. That, that, that's Stephanie's job. Speaking of weird, you just launched your Patreon page and you posted a picture of, I think it's a, 
gerbil that is on top of another gerbil and holding a, a, a knife to the gerbil's neck. Okay. It's not a gerbil. It's a capybara. Oh, and I see. Capybaras are the most gentle creatures in the animal world. Which is why it was funny because you exactly. said join this Patreon page or this <laughs> or this capybara <laughs> gets it gets it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every day I try to do a new uh, uh, ridiculous makes no sense. You are hilarious. Thing on my Instagram. You are hilarious on Instagram. Anyway, that was hugely inappropriate. I just wanted to point yeah, that out. Yeah, well, you know what? And you also said, I, I just launched my Patreon page. Please help me make my next record. I think I'm writing better than ever. Plus, I need to pay for that macrame owl I bought on Etsy after a bad edible episode. I don't I don't know how, why we should pay for your mistakes, Jill Sobiel, but I, okay. Okay. Between the capybara that's going to get it in the neck and the macrame owl. It was seventeen ninety nine, and it was horrible. <laughs> But it's a macrame but owl. The, the other image I did was a picture of me when I was little. I had to wear braces and cast on my legs like one of Jerry's kids. So I was like, <laughs> you know, I posted that saying I had to wear leg braces. Please help me. Oh. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm trying to do everything we I actually, can. Right. We've been, what, 30 years in this business. We had to launch a Patreon page during COVID because it's like most artists, we all barely made it through COVID. Right. Oh I mean, God. it's because we couldn't you know make our normal living radio lost sponsors everybody was hurting it was I, people I, we couldn't go on the road right i didn't have i'm having my first gig in front of people in new york july 15th wow it's oh wow the first time Yay. yeah 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 the patreon the other thing is i bet yours too is people get really cool stuff yes mm -hmm. you know it's yes. not it's a whole new thing it's not like people just give you money right. to give you you provide services exactly. beneficial right. services yeah. and gifts for instance isn't it time for you to provide us the service of one of your fantastic new post-covid songs that you sang yes. at my party so if you want people want to know what it's like to be at steph's party it's like this, except Lily Tomlin sitting on that side right. and Paula Poundstone sitting on the other side. But I have really, but Stephanie's sitting next to me. And then Jill Sobuel does this. What do we do when we open the door? We can walk outside. The sun is blinding. Things open up. We can dine once again and make plans with those who we were glad to forget. What do we do when I go somewhere? I have to dress up, not just on top I get in the car, the traffic is horrible No good excuse to miss an appointment I don't want my life to begin Oh, I don't want my life to begin And what do we do when we're not all alone? Maybe have to go to work, have to act normal, less time for ourselves. TV shows and have to go to things like baby showers. I was fine online, I didn't mind. I bought a couple new shirts and a ring light. And happy when that hour was over. You guys can sing the chorus. I don't want my life. my brother I miss the kiss and the skin of another I feel so awkward why bother to meet somebody new I wonder why 
what to do. Oh, oh. And soon they'll say it'll be my turn. Maybe next month for my arm to burn. But I'm not telling anyone, not telling anyone when I do. Cause chorus, I don't want my life to begin. God, I love your voice so much. Oh my God, you're such an amazing songwriter. Oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> well, it is. I'm starting to get back into it, but yeah, it was. Uh, you know, there was something great about having. I did yeah. a lot of house concerts. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And now I have to to travel. Yeah, and, I know. And, and, and you know, I just had another little party this week, going wait party for my friend, and we were saying the same thing. We were all talking about last week. It's a little reentry. Is a little. Weird for some of us, you know, particularly you and I talked about being single. We are vaxxed, waxed, and ready to party, by the way. Oh. Two single, semi-famous lesbians. We're ready to, let's do this. I have some some funny single stories for you. Okay. But, okay, so my my shrink, who I just found the shrink, right? Oh, I have to tell you, the shrink... That I went to in New York, it's, so it's just on the the, right. the video, and and she's a new one, a friend of mine. And you know, you get the intake letter. You know, you yeah. have to mm-hmm. to write, you know, your age, right. your medical history. Underneath were things like, uh, you know, you know, gender, and then it was monogamous or polyamorous, and oh. then underneath that was kinks. Oh. And I'm like, I didn't want to disappoint her, and I had to come up with something. So my friends and I were saying, what would be the weirdest shit? And some of the weirdest stuff. And yes. some of it would be like, uh, oh my god, you guys all went over the table, yes. like like macaroni <laughs> art. Okay. But you know what? I wrote her. I did it this morning. I thought of something really good. Oh. Kinks, and I wrote her back. I'm more of a Rolling Stones person. That's funny. Yeah. Come on, that's a music joke. That's a music. That's a music joke, everybody. That's okay. okay. But being single, she told me I should go on a dating site. But you know, being people right. that are semi-known, yes. that's just no. Weird. It was a, it was a nightmare. Well, I didn't do it. A few years ago, a friend of mine, without telling me, did it for me, like without my picture or name, and then screen people. And I had like a handful of dates, and it. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> Oh, one of the members I told you asked uh, if I could introduce her to uh, Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting array of, you know, star <laughs> and yeah. gold diggers and you know Lisa people, Vanderpump? people that look nothing. I met her once. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> it was a weird collection of just weirdos and oh. people that look nothing like their picture and, you know, kind of star you know that kind of but anyway you never know why don't you try <laughs> no no so she said there's this one that you have to be invited for oh. that's for like uh yeah celebrities or oh fancy raya? Ba- so i did it once and i was raya, like raya you have to share you have to share all your contacts so I i'd have can't. to give everybody at least lily tomlin's home phone number which i'm not gonna do i can't do this right. because the the first time i did it it was like first of all up came the person 
that was sleeping with my ex-girlfriend. Okay, oh. all right. Oh, yeah. There's one degree of lesbian well, separation. I couldn't do that. And then secondly, somehow they messed up my thing. And I was like, oh my God, look at all these right. marvelous people. It was like the owner of a, uh, you can't, you know, of a sports team and all mm -hmm. these things. It was like, whoa, all these fabulous. And then I realized they put me on as a man looking for women. Oh, and I was like- That's no good. So I haven't been on it since and it's been traumatic. I can't yes, do it again. Yes, it's just traumatic just going on. Oh wait, I have one other good story. Oh, yes. I don't know if you guys ever knew this. Oh, one girl showed up with a dog with a, a cage on its face, like Hannibal Excuse Lecter. Excuse me. Yeah, it was a vicious. I don't. A muzzle. Yes. Yes. Right, and she. The dog said, had the muzzle. She did. And she said, "Oh, this was the first story." Wait, she, said, she oh, had I... the muzzle. Or no, the dog. The dog. Oh. She had a dog with a. Because I was going to say that's kind of hot. Yeah, that's a, that's a cage. <laughs> yeah, if the cage was for me. It would have been. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> anyway, she said. I thought it was the weirdest the first thing she said. Well, you know, I, I, um, uh, this, you know, woman that I was in love with when I was younger, I've recently found her again and, you know, was so great. And, uh, uh she died last week in a motorcycle oh. crash and you were her number one like on Facebook. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry about your, that's why you took the date. Okay. Anyway, it was just, that's what I'm saying. Weird. Just weirdness. <laughs> just weirdness. Do you think it's also Los Angeles? Maybe. I think Los Angeles, I, I, I look at, it's like, it, I, I think Los Angeles, especially if it, it's people in the entertainment business, right, right. I would rather find, okay, do you want to know what I'm looking for in case there's someone oh, out yes. there? Oh, please, dating game music for Jill Sobule. Yes. <laughs> oh, and one girl stalked me at my spinning class for like a year after one date. So wow. there was that. So stalker. I, for, I forgot to mention among the gold diggers on the start, there was also stalkers. Oh, great. I don't mean to scare you off, but go ahead, Jill. What are you looking for? Okay, someone who's an archaeologist that wears joppers, that looks, you know, kind of the female Indiana Jones yeah. vibe, takes me on digs, and is an heiress. Okay. I, that's not too niche for me. I think. <laughs> oh, wait, Jill. Are you. Do you have a song about archaeology? Oh, do I do. It's a brand new wow, song. That setup. was really, that was, really, it really. It includes the worst lyric you've ever written, but I loved it. It is. It was it, my favorite lyric. It, it, it is. Let me find it. Okay. It, it does include the the worst lyric I've ever written, the vi the last couplet. But okay. okay. This was, um, I, I just wrote this last week. And thinking about, I was looking at pictures of Pompeii, mm -hmm. and yeah. those were some, the, before they died, they were doing some strange oh, things. They had cakes. Yeah. Yes. Cakes. Yes. <laughs> Think Sergio Mendez, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, here it goes. Here we are, you and I, skipping through the ruins, staring at the last remains, not sure of what we're doing, skipping through the ruins. This is where I had my first love, buried somewhere beneath the dust. That's okay, it is on us. Skipping through the ruins Skipping through the ruins Like the paintings in Pompeii Skipping through the ruins They find us in a strange embrace 
My God, what were they doing? Skipping through the ruins. What if we are nothing more than fossil fuels and dinosaurs? We're still alive and we adore. Skipping through the ruins, skipping through the ruins, skipping through the ruins. We're skipping, we're traipsing, we're hand in hand. The Statue of Liberty peeks out from the sand. Shards and bones and catacombs. Mountains of laptops and old cell phones. All our heartbreaks and all our mistakes and all of the artifacts we create. We are archaeology. I dig you and you dig me. Everyone, Bapas. One more time. Skipping through the ruins. Come on, I dig you and you dig me. About archaeology. Come on. It's fantastic. And she just had brain surgery, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to hear about that when we come back. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. For Pride Month, here she is, Jill Sobuel. Jenny came over and told me about Freddy, such a hairy behemoth, she said. Dumbo's a box of hammers, but he's such a handsome guy. And I opened up and I told about Larry, and yesterday, how yeah, he asked me to marry. Not giving him an answer yet, I think I can do better. And we laughed ah. at the world.
better. I kissed a girl. Well, I kissed a girl will change the world, but I'm so glad I and Stephanie too. <laughs> we kissed a girl. Woo. Jill Samuel, happy pride. <laughs> Sweet Pea, tell me quickly, because this is, I, we've had such a year of death and loss and whatever. Um, someone posted your mom and you when you were here at happy hour singing, all my Mahjong friends are dead, and just commented uh... on how she just was looking at you, like she was so proud of you. And uh, you, so that, and you just had brain surgery. Tell us about that quickly. Yes, you guys, in January, I had brain surgery. I, I've had this. Uh, essential tremor I've had it my whole mm -hmm. life you know at the, they, that, that's what Katherine Hepburn had they okay. thought she had yeah. Parkinson's right. but it, it's not as severe as that and and uh, you came through it with flying colors with grace and humor you I documented said, yes, it I documented it it was live while it was done I played while I was having surgery wow you are one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. Please go to Jill's Patreon page. Help keep my uh, beautiful, brilliant friend uh, going. And yes. Uh, love it's, you. It's patreon.com, Jill Sobiel. And if it's on the uh, Stephanie Miller show, I'll do something extra for them. Oh! Cool.